Welcome to the Mind Tricks Radio Distortion of the Day. This is where I explain and discuss in under 10 minutes basic concepts in clinical psychology that I hope you will find practical and useful in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Hey there, Mind Tricks Radio fans. I'm Dr. Aaron Kaplan, clinical psychologist, and today I'm talking about a cognitive distortion that can make you feel guilty, angry, alienated, and other unpleasant feelings about yourself and others. It's called personalization. See, my six-week-old baby cries whenever I pick him up, but he stops when my wife holds him. He must hate me. Personalization happens when you assume that something going on around you, whether it's something that someone else is saying or doing, or events that are taking place in your proximity, are directly related to you in some way. Usually, it's something negative. You believe it's happening because someone doesn't like you, doesn't respect you, or is trying to stick it to you for personal reasons. And usually, you don't have any actual evidence or data to prove this is true. When you hear someone say, Dude, don't take it personally you are probably personalizing. You assume something going on around you is about you when really it's not. Let's stop talking theory and have some examples. You're at a social gathering with friends, most of whom have children. You and your partner have made a life decision not to have kids, and this briefly becomes the topic of conversation among the group. A little later, two of the moms begin gushing about how much they love being parents and what a blessing it is to have children. You begin to feel resentful, They're obviously having this conversation to indirectly let you know what a bad person you are and what a mistake you're making for not wanting kids. I run a small cleaning business. After hiring me to clean his office twice, my customer informs me that he won't be needing my services again, at least for now. I think, what did I do wrong? Did I screw up and he's dissatisfied with me? Does he dislike me? I feel attacked, rejected, and demoralized. You live in a college dormitory, and you have several friends who like to eat meals together in the cafeteria. One night, you go down the hall to see if two of your friends want to join you for dinner at the cafeteria, but you learn they already left without you. What does this mean? Are they sick and tired of you? Are you less important of a friend to them than they are to each other? You feel left out, unwanted, and lonely. Finally, you play tenor sax for the big band at school. During the performance, the band leader places you in the second row from the front of the stage. Usually, the best musicians are placed in the first row, but the seat you are hoping to be in is taken by Rex. Now, you and Rex have been at this for about the same amount of time. In your opinion, you're better at playing the tenor sax than Rex. You know what's going on here. The band leader doesn't like you, so Rex is getting the spot and you're second tier. You can see the problem with these examples. Like so many other cognitive distortions I've talked about, personalization is all about making assumptions without having the full picture and the information you need to know why people are doing what they do. You're making assumptions about what's going on in other people's heads and making their thoughts, opinions, and actions about you when you don't actually know if it is about you. The first humorous example I gave in the beginning about my baby crying is a very clear and obvious example of personalizing. I mean, how can a six-week-old infant possibly have a strong opinion about who he likes and dislikes? But new parents are often highly sensitive and insecure about being parents. They're sometimes so concerned about being good parents that they take it personally, everything their baby does. Baby cries, my fault. Baby turns away, he hates me. Baby won't settle down, he secretly wishes he had a different parent. And this is with a six-week-old baby. Imagine how the parent might feel when the child becomes a teenager. Yikes! Let's look at the other examples. So my friends at the party are talking about kids in front of me because they think I'm a loser for not wanting kids and they're shoving it in my face, right? 
Well, are there other reasons why they might be excitedly talking about children in front of me? Is it possible that they're actually excited about their kids regardless of how I feel about them? They probably are, as most parents spend a lot of time talking with other parents about, guess what, being parents. And even if they can't really relate to me and why I don't want children, why would they purposely want to rub it in my face? I know, people can be judgmental sometimes, and it's possible someone is trying to get to me. But usually, there's no way to know this for sure, and there are plenty of other reasons why they might be talking about their kids at the party that don't have to do with me personally. Okay, my cleaning business. My customer doesn't want to hire me back. It's because he doesn't like me, or he thinks my work is subpar. But how do I know? Unless he tells me directly, there could be any number of reasons. Maybe he can't afford the cleaning service. Perhaps he wanted a temporary cleaning solution to get his office suite spotless, and now he plans on maintaining it himself. And maybe he does plan to hire me again, but on an as-needed basis. Maybe he wants to hire a cleaner from Brazil so he can practice his Portuguese. Who knows? But even in this scenario, it's not about me or my cleaning abilities that has anything to do with his decision. He wants something that I cannot provide and, and has nothing to do with me. I can't speak Portuguese, and I never advertised that I could. People often make business decisions based on any number of factors that have nothing to do with us personally. Hey, it's just business. So your friends went to the cafeteria without you. You must have done something wrong. Maybe they think you talk too much, like how you excitedly told them about the insect preferences of your Venus flytrap. Or maybe they think your laugh is annoying and they just need a break from you. But you can see the problem here. There are any number of reasons why your friends might not have come looking for you that have nothing to do with you personally. Maybe they have something important and personal to discuss that has something to do with them and nothing to do with you. Maybe they got hungry and thought you weren't around, so they left thinking that they'd meet up with you later. Or maybe they didn't think anything about you at all. They were just both hungry at the same time and wandered to the cafeteria and happened to be there, so they sat down together. Whatever the case, you simply can't take it personally whenever you don't get invited to something. Trust me, it's going to happen repeatedly in your life for every reason under the sun. Finally, the band leader doesn't like you, right? That's the reason why he's seating Rex and his tenor sax in front of you. It's personal. But hold on, are you sure the seating arrangement is strictly about status? Maybe you've heard that, generally speaking, the more favored musicians sit closer to the stage. But is this always a hard and fast rule? Is it possible that Rex is seated in front of you because he's shorter, and the band leader arranged people loosely on height? Is it possible that he plays softer, so the band leader thought it would be best if he were closer to the stage? Is it possible that Rex's terminally ill grandmother is going to be in the front row of the audience and the band leader wanted to make sure she had a good view of Rex? Morbid, I know, but it's a possible explanation, and one that doesn't have anything to do with you personally. Or heck, maybe there's no rhyme or reason for the seating and Rex just beat you to the first row. You see, it's so easy to take things personally and make things about ourselves when there are other factors at play. Stop and ask yourself, do I really have the evidence and data where I conclude whatever is happening is because of me? Are there other possible explanations? And what do I know about myself and my own insecurities that might lead me to conclude it's because of me personally when it isn't? Usually when people are insecure about themselves, they have a pattern of taking things personally. It could come from bad experience in the past or unhealthy messages one received about himself or herself during childhood. Check in with yourself and ask, is this really about me or am I making it about myself and causing myself and potentially others undue distress? Thanks for listening in to this week's Distortion of the Day. I'm Dr. Aaron Kaplan, and I wish you the best in cognitive clarity.
Thank you for listening to Mind Tricks Radio. I hope you have enjoyed the program. For more information about Mind Tricks, you can go to my website, www.waikikihealth.com. Be sure to subscribe to Mind Tricks on your preferred podcasting host to be notified of new episodes of Mind Tricks. Please take some time to give Mind Tricks a good rating and review wherever you are listening. It really helps get the word out to new listeners. And please like and share Mind Tricks posts on Twitter and Facebook by following your host, Dr. Aaron Kaplan.